I don't think you're ready to record. I'm okay. I'm good. Swayze. <laughs> oh, God. Swayze. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you lend an ear? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Meandering Movie Podcast. Where Gary is having a mental breakdown in front of us while sitting in his boxers, I might add. <laughs> didn't put jeans on. We, <laughs> we didn't put jeans on. For context, uh, we got... Re- well, one of us got really drunk last night, and the other one got pretty drunk. And then Audio Boy was there as well. He had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have done shots of tequila. Anyway... Uh, <laughs> yeah, tequila's the devil drink. Uh, uh, Today's episode, we're going to talk about the Martin Lawrence universe. <laughs> we're, we're not talking about the Martin Lawrence universe. <laughs> yeah, we should. We should be. Uh, uh, I am... For any, for any movie execs out there, here's a free idea. At the end of Blue Streak, when Martin Lawrence joins the police, if he joins the police, if he doesn't, he should join the police. I think and he they, joins the police. He yeah. does, doesn't he? I think Because I think he's a criminal who he then becomes, helps out. Why are we talking about Blue Street? Because it's a good film. Is so at it? the end of it, when he joins the police, they should say, we've got a partner, and he should go, no, I, I, walk, I work alone, and then Will Smith should walk in, and it should fade to black, and it'll say, the bad boys will return, question mark. But that doesn't make sense if bad boys happened before Blue Street. No, but make it happen after Blue Street. But it didn't. Well then, <laughs> <laughs> I just I just ended you right there. With well that. then, all right, maybe all right, maybe Will Smith walks in and says, "We've got another job to do." Yeah, but it doesn't make now, sense now that you're back from because, being a criminal. Because <laughs> in Bad Boys, he's a police officer, and then he leaves, becomes a criminal, yeah, and then gets, to get a diamond, and then returns to the police force, and then repartners with Will Smith to then go on to Bad Boys too. Yeah, where they fuck up a mansion in like Mexico or something. With a Hummer? Yeah, pretty much spawn. So it's the Martin Lawrence Will Smith universe. Yep. And and when he's in, but when he's all... trying to get the diamond out, he should dress up like an old black lady. And he's like, Oh, I gotta find me my oh, diamond. So then in bringing in Big Mama's house. And then that's Big Mama's too. What else did Martin Lawrence do? Did he do anything else? He did that film where he went back in time. Oh, he did do that film when he went back <laughs> that was I a... think I think that film Is that not like I... is it called Black Knight? It's or called something? Black <laughs> and I'm I'm ninety percent certain during the trailer for that film it says, "Let's go black to the future" oh. or something horrendous like that gets slapped across the screen. The Black Knight, where I don't know, I I I don't know, I haven't seen that film. I've seen the trailer. I've seen bits of it. From what I understand, he goes back in time and teaches old English medieval folks how to party like it's two thousand and two. <laughs> So, from the looks of it, with Martin Lawrence, he just stopped at two, after 2014. Really? He did a TV show called Partners, and then he just stopped, and then the next credit he has is in Beach Bum, which comes out this year, which has got Matthew McConaughey in it, and it's that, the guy who did Spring Breakers. Okay, cool. James Franco. And then he's also got, well, James Franco was in it, but he didn't direct it. I have a Harmony Kareen. Harmony Kareen. Harmony that Kareen. fucking nutcase of a man. And then he's got Bad Boys for Life coming out next year. And then Bad Boys 4 has also been announced, apparently. Because we need. He's just become like what Mahalad Ali was to boxing to Bad Boys films. (laughs) Make another Bad Boy film? Yeah, wheel out Martin Lawrence. (laughs) Have you seen. Not to be cruel, but have you seen Martin Lawrence recently? He doesn't look good. Does he not? He doesn't look healthy. Oh, I'm going to look it up. And those those two are going to be 
fucking battling around, I'm assuming Miami, because, no, the first one was in LA, the second one was in Miami. I hate that I remember that. I don't remember them particularly well. I remember Bulletproof with Adam Sandler. Adam? Adam. I, I don't know. What the hell is Bulletproof? Bulletproof had one of the Wayne brothers and Adam. I don't know why that's come up. What about Bulletproof Monk with... Uh... Martin, Martin Lawrence. What are you doing? He doesn't look good. He looks the exact same. No, he, do, he really he doesn't. doesn't. He, he, does. he looks like when you put a battery in the microwave for like <laughs> 10 seconds and it just kind of expands. Everyone listening, never put a battery in the microwave. Yeah, never That's do a that. Terrible idea. Yeah. I don't Why did you do that? I was young and stupid. You could have killed yourself. <laughs> I know, but you know, we all do fun things. So yeah, Martin Lawrence. No, not Martin. <laughs> yeah, to bring us back on track, Martin uh, Lawrence. Uh, oh, I guess like I'm Gavin. Uh, oh, in fact, no, you you say your name. Hey guys, I'm Gary, and I'm the sweet delicatessen that is Gavin. Boom. I can came That's up with that one, name while I was in the shower. I've been uh, referring to you as Trenchfoot recently. I know you've been referring to me as Trenchfoot recently. Because <laughs> at one point this morning, you just shouted, hey, Trenchfoot, let's go. And I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> and it's such a bad nickname. <laughs> it's such a terrible nickname. I don't know why you've given me it. Technically, it's Audio Boy's fault, I feel. Uh, Good old Trenchfoot. In this episode, we are... We were doing a topic which was recommended to us by one of the listeners out there, one of our friends, a good friend of Audio Boy, pal of mine as well. I think, have you met? Anyway, uh, shout out to our friend Bruce, who Bruce, who back in February was like, "Hey, you should talk about Will Smith movies," and I was like, "That's a fucking solid idea, Bruce," because he, well, we'll get onto it, but he's done some interesting movies recently. But with Aladdin coming out, we're like, "Hey, Will Smith's Smith. in Aladdin." It looks not great, again, because Will Smith's in it. And we want to talk about the decline and absolute My failure. My excitement for Aladdin has so far been a perfect bell curve that I was not at all interested. Yeah. And then they released a little bit of, I think it was like the, the teaser trailer. And I went, ooh, actually, that's kind of got me interested. And then they released the genie when he was blue. And I was like, oh, okay, get in there. Then they released that actual trailer. And I like the actual trailer. I thought the actual trailer looked decent, bar the cardboard people that they've seemed to have hired, other than Will Smith. <laughs> and then now we, we just watched a scene from a the scene movie, from it, which is uh, Prince Ali the song, and oh, it's dropping! Oh, it oh it's dropping! <laughs> I was, I've, oh, I said this with, I think when we talked about Dumbo, I don't know why they're doing these live action Disney films. I don't want these live action Disney films. This Aladdin one, the first trailer, I was just like. Nope. Then they showed us what the genie looked like. I was like, hell no. And then I've watched that scene there uh, of the Prince Ali thing. I was like, this just looks real, just unpleasant. The only thing that got me was in the trailer when they sing the a whole new world song. I was kind of like, oh, that kind of got me. But apart from that, nothing. No. Uh, I'm looking forward to the genie song. What's that called? Friend like me, because that's the best bit of the first Aladdin film. Also, actually, the first Aladdin film. All over is just phenomenally good. But it brings us to our star of this week's show. With the Mr. topic we're meant to be talking Mr. about. Mr. Will Smith. The uh, Smithosaurus Rex. Did you think the, the release... The Smithsonian Museum. A night in Will Smithsonian Museum. What? I don't understand. What happened to you? Earlier we went out and got food and you were fine. Now you just seem to have like... <laughs> I don't know what's happened to you. Oh, I'm, was just, that... I'm, I'm spitballing at names for the episode. I think that's the one though. I think I did it. What? A night in Will Smith's Stonian Museum. 
Is it the Smithson- Smithsonian? The Smithsonian, yeah. Yeah, Smithsonian. That's the name of the episode. How about we just do what we usually do and just leave it up to Audio Boy to come up with the names because he usually comes up with the better names. With the name because that was a good idea. Uh, my favourite thing is he, he's just nodding whilst like drinking from his water bottle. Just like, <laughs> okay, Gary. <laughs> so, so yeah. yeah, Will Smith. Uh, Will the Smith had Will an Smith. interesting movie career. And by that, I mean it started off real strong and he was one of the... Hot commodities. Biggest movie stars. Like his his films, no matter the quality, always made shit tons of money. And now he just puts out dog shit movie after dog shit movie to the point where he's had to load himself to becoming a YouTube star. (laughs) Do you want to? Do you want to work backwards on this, or do you want to work forwards? I think we start in the middle and then go. I think going both. I think we start with the two films that made him a box office massive draw, and that was Bad Boys and Independence Day. Because Bad Boys came out 1985, <laughs> Independence Day 1986, then it was Men in Black, then Enemy of the State, then Wild Wild West. Was Wild Wild West that far in? Wild Wild West came out in 1999. Is Wild Wild West a good film? No, it's absolutely not. <laughs> Have you heard the story about the giant spider? Well, and how that came I mean, about? I've seen a whole film about it. Yeah, but A like little how, man with no legs makes a chair that can I know, but like how, how the giant spider made it into that film? I just assumed it was, uh, what's his name? Kevin Costner. What does Kevin Costner have to do with it? He's in the film. Kevin Costner's not in Wild Wild West. <laughs> what? Do you, what? You just keep putting actors into films that are not in films today. <laughs> who, is it, who is Kevin Duress? Kevin Durango. What's his name? I don't, I don't know. Kevin Klein. I yeah, Kevin Cli- Klein. Got some Kleins on my Kevin and some Kevins on my Klein. Kevin Klein and Kevin Costner are two very different human yeah, beings. Right. Well, I, th- I assumed it was because of Kevin Klein. Okay. There was a train that could... Did the train fly in that movie? No, oh, no, I'm thinking Back, back to the Future 3. Anyway, <laughs> so the giant spider... Kevin Klein's in that uh, as well, isn't he? No, he's not. Originally, Tim Burton was going to do a Superman movie. <laughs> Is which, this true? Yes, and Nicolas Cage was going to play Superman. The, the genuinely, the whole of my heart that is that film. I honestly would give anything to see <laughs> that Nicolas Cage, Tim Burton, Superman. And... Kevin Smith was writing the script at right. one point, and he had to go to this nutcase producer who was originally, I think, Barbara Streisand's hairdresser. And then right. because of that, he kind of willed his way into becoming a producer in cinema because that's how irrelevant producers are. Uh, and Kevin Smith would go and he would read the script, and the guy would sit there and he would like ponder it all. And then at one point, he was just like, Yeah, I want Superman to fight a giant spider. And Kevin Smith was like, well, "Why?" So I just I want to see him fight a giant spider. And Kevin's like, "Well, okay, I'll like I'll try and work that out." But long story short, that film fell apart. It never came about. The big spider against Superman never happened. But that producer went on to be the producer on World World West, and he got a giant spider into that movie for them to fight. And what is a decision that still baffles me to this day? Where they're just like they're running away from magnetic. Uh, uh, saws and yeah. shit, and they've got a train that can like. It's got a it's snooker like, table. It's like that, a spy train. Yeah, like a James spy Bond, train. If Q made a train for James Bond, it's it's and then and then uh, was, that would Kenneth Branagh plays hey, a. That would be the most ineffective <laughs> vehicle. It is. Right, right, James Bond. We're going to put you on this spy train, and um, we need you to sneak your way into Soviet Russia to take down the <laughs> the bad guy. All right, cool. So they're going to see me coming, though, Q. What? Why? Well, you've just spent the last five years laying tracks, and it's a train. <laughs> like, 
you can't hide a train, Q. I mean, they, they thought your plan was so bold. They just let you build tracks right up to the front door. <laughs> but they knew that that train was never going to make it to the, the front door of Russia. <laughs> We've actually decided to kind of come away from the spying secret agent thing. And we're just going to ram the train <laughs> force into his front door. And James, James Bond, just but, hope he's in there. James Bond, but I'd, I'd die. He's like, well, you know, for Queen and Country, get on the train. Someone's going to drive the train, James Bond. And then there's like a Scott oh. real joke in there where it's delayed and it's like, oh, there's too God. many passengers on it. Daniel Craig's raging. He gets like upgraded a, to first class. A drunk guy throwing cans of tenants at people. <laughs> James Bond's like, I used to drive fucking Aston Martins in the, <laughs> in the snow and now I'm on a fucking suicide train towards Russia. Is Judy Dench still M in those films? No, she died in Skyfall. Spoilers. <laughs> no, fuck. Harry R. Bardem's character killed her off. Oh, okay. I can't, I honestly can remember. Skyfall. How come James Bond was different and then Judy Dench was not different? I don't know. Yeah, because she started with Pierce Brosnan and Goldeneye and then went through all of Pierce Brosnan's and then into Daniel Craig's. Mm. Does that mean know. that James Bond is not James Bond? James Bond is a... It's like a moniker. They just... It's it's like... But don't all the James Bonds know about James Bond's past? I mean, there's... In the world, is not enough. They talk about how 005 was killed by the bad guy. And then they're like, oh, well, I guess when he'd get 007 on the job, he's like the best of the best. Mm. Those are... What about uh, 006? Or 006, he's also mentioned. But yeah, those Pierce Brosnan <laughs> movies are not good. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh man, 005 got killed. We better get 007. 006 is like, oh, whoa, whoa, what about me? <laughs> yeah, like, guys, I'm it's like, no, uh, tea, please. Uh, <laughs> one sugar, no milk. <laughs> so, so, oh. Sorry, 006, you're just not. We need the best of the best, not yeah. just the best. And then when. It's like, what about 008? It's like, don't be silly, there's no 008. <laughs> <laughs> Only goes up to seven, you fool. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, Will Smith. And <laughs> Will Smith. Smith. West fights a giant spider on a flying machine. A wasp. Well, it's it's meant to be... Kevin Klein gets the idea from a wasp. Here's what's going to happen. Is one day we're going to do a movie commentary for that film because it's uh, just a magical disaster. It's batshit. It's insane. It's genuinely insane, that movie. And Will Smith did the song for it, of course. Of Wiki, course. Wiki, Wow, Wow, West. Wicked, wicked, wow, the film wow, starts wow. with him having. In fact, was it you, the audio boy, that you were saying that the the success of Will Smith movies is based upon if he does the song for it or not, and he oh, doesn't no. the songs in? That's me. Oh, is that you? But yeah, it's fully. I think. I think all of his films. I think that's probably it. Wild Wild West from that point onwards, bad because he stopped doing the no, he theme tunes. Uh, they did. Did he do a song for Men in Black too? He may have done. I mean, because he did. So, actually, he did a song for Men in Black, Wild Wild West, and I think that's <laughs> it. Oh, Shark Tale, but no, that was Missy Elliott, wasn't it? That was yeah, Christina Aguilera. But yeah, and they're his best films. Independence Day. Fuck, it doesn't have a Will Smith song. Yeah, but it's a solid fucking movie. But it doesn't have a Will Smith song. I don't. Should have done. Well, yeah. Like him fucking punching an alien. Welcome to Earth. And that's like the chorus or something. Audio boy, write the independent song, but in the context of your Will Smith. <laughs> no, if you want someone that does Will Smith songs, you go to Demi Ajuigbe, who's done ones. It's uh, like Black Panther, Get Out, Arrival, and he's done like Will Smith. Oh, can't believe Will Smith did the rap in the end credits for Arrival. <laughs> Did it's just great. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, we're not, we're watching after this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Demi Ajuipe. Demi Ajuipe. Yeah. Sick. The so the, yeah the interesting thing with uh, with Will Smith is 
so he starts off with Independence Day Bad Boys, uh, Enemy of the State, which I forgot about, but him and Gene Hackman, that's a, one of those kind of spy thrillers, because in the 90s there was a spy thriller like that. now we get superhero movies. Yeah. Uh, he was in Ali, which he got nominated for Best Actor for. He's never won, has he? Only nominated. I mean, let's be honest, with the movie choices he made after Ali, there's a reason he never got nominated again. Because then it's like Men in Black 2, Bad Boys 2, iRobot, fucking that movie. Don't hate on iRobot. I will. Why? With great abandon. iRobot's a good film. Is it? Yeah. It's Is a, it? Yeah, it's because it, yeah, it, it shows, it's scary. It's not scary, it's just a bit scary. Dull. I don't think so. I, I like iRobot. Okay, well, I, I didn't. I think Will Smith is a man who got into acting and very early on, very early on, very early on in his career decided, <clears throat> I can either make fuck money. Fuck the Academy Award. Yeah, I can be an actor or I can make money. No, I'm going to have, I'm going to enjoy every film that I do. I'm going to just have a fucking ball in time. That's the one thing is when we get later down into the list into some of the real shit that he's done, no matter the quality of that film, that man is a PR marketing just, like, god. Like, he just gets on those talk shows, he's charismatic, he's fun, he gets in front of audiences. And I've seen some of his YouTube stuff when uh, Bright was uh, kicking mm-hmm. about, and he would just travel the world vlogging himself, uh, doing the kind of PR runs. And p- doesn't matter the People quality of the him. movie. People just go fucking nuts for him. But his movies... Dog shit. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's do the good ones first. Independence Day is cracking. He punches out an alien. Welcome to Earth. Jeff Goldblum's in it. Jeff Goldblum's in it. Jeff Goldblum has a Jewish dad. Yes, he does. You know that Jewish Bill Pullman. You know, <laughs> Jewish dad's like the only returning character in Independence Day too. Oh, Bill Pullman comes back. For it. Does he? Yeah, he comes back as old man president. Old man. For, oh, there you go. Two returning characters. But that fucking speech from the first one. What a fucking speech. It's a good speech. And then... We will not lay down our knives. We are going to fight back. On this do you remember day. when they tried Independence to like, redo a scene and Tom like Arnold. Tom Arnold flies a plane up the fucking... Oh, no, that's not Tom Arnold. No, my my no. brain is saying it's Tom Arnold. Yeah, but earlier you thought fucking Will Smith was in Blue Streak, so we shouldn't really listen to your brain at any point. <laughs> and, uh, I could have sworn it was Tom Arnold, because... I remember. I distinctly remember Tom Arnold being weirdly semi-famous in the nineties, and now is nothing. <laughs> no, he's a fucking no. It's Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. And he's an absolute fucking nutter. <laughs> absolute. Have you seen like the video where it's him and his like cracked up wife, and the, he puts on like an Obama mask and then has his wife like fuck him in the ass with a dildo. Yeah, it's like what? Yeah. What? No. Yeah. He's like, this is what uh, I'm going to do to America and all this kind of stuff. And then it's just like... What, as Obama? Yeah. What? He, 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 I don't think he's allowed back into the, U- the US anymore. Because I think like he was caught crossing the border with a bunch of drugs from Canada into the US. <laughs> so they, they're just like, said, no, you're, you're done, son. You have to get out. <laughs> right, sorry. So it was Randy Quaid. Not so that's Tom what Arnold. Independence Day did. <laughs> Fucking made, that, made Randy Quaid into an absolute fucking nutcase. <laughs> There's so many weird. There's actually so many weird actors that were semi-relevant at some point in history before Tom Arnold being another one. I Randy mean, if, Quaid. If you look at Independence Day, the only two that have remained relevant are Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith. No um, one else in that. Of, 
No, I'm, no. Oh, well, in fact, don't forget Brent Spiner from Star Trek. He's in it, and he's always relevant in my heart. In your heart, because he plays Data in Star Trek: The Next Generation. Shout out! Whoop, whoop. What's he doing in Independence Day? He's the crazy scientist guy with the long hair that then gets like taken over by the alien. And does that it. that scientist dies? Doesn't he? Yeah. Oh. No, because he comes back in the, the second one. Yeah, and he's got, he's got like a love story with his lab partner. Yeah. He's gay. Yeah. Because okay. to be honest, not to go up Brent Spiner, but. He's not got a lot going on these days. <laughs> so he had to, you know, they're like, bring him back for fucking Independence Day 2, even though he died. He's Data? He's Data in Star Trek. Isn't Data like a skinny... Android. Yeah. Yeah, but between Star Trek ending and Independence Day starting, you know, probably a lot of booze and pizza. I no, th- That man cannot be... That's not. Are you going to test me on who? No, no, I, I believe you. I'm just. Uh, I'm. I'm shocked because Taker and Star. If I'm just thinking, it makes sure... <laughs> That's him. Yeah. My God, he had a fucking shit one. <laughs> he, fuck me. I mean, he's a bit better now. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing now. I think he goes to Sci- scientist in Independence Day. <laughs> Are you ready, audience, to hear me? Crease. <laughs> <laughs> he looks real rough. <laughs> I genuinely think you're having. I think he's having a breakdown in front of us. Oh my god, that poor fucking man. <laughs> he's okay. He's, he's fine. No, he's fine. I feel so bad for laughing though. He's he's got money. He had like a, a web series at one point that was oh, alright. God, right. Independence, Independence Day is a good film. Uh, in, I've told you this before. Independence Day 2 is, I I honestly think, my all-time shittest film I've ever seen. Do you know what's the interesting thing about Independence Day 2? is Resurgence. Oh, Resurgence, sorry. The begi- I don't care. The beginning, it set up some interesting concepts. Yeah. Like they, they went, when they went to Africa, and like they still had to hunt aliens down and kill them, that kind of stuff. And like they had their heads on. I was like, yeah. that was some interesting stuff. And then it just went off the rails and to a level. I was like, yep, this is a Joe Schumacher movie. This is Here's a Joe Schumacher. With mad. like the fucking earth falls over on itself. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. And, and then, then there's that, I, I can't believe it's a moment in cinema that exists, but it is where it's a giant 80 foot tall queen alien chasing a school bus through the desert. And I'm like, <laughs> what absolute <laughs> bizarro world are we living in? And well, Jeff Goldblum's, that- of course, on the bus. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum, and then Jeff Goldblum's Jewish dad character is the only man who manages to survive a fucking tsunami that wipes out the eastern seaboard yeah. because they needed him alive. Also, and this is an amazing thing, Will Smith was like, nah, I'm not coming back for Independence Day Resurgence. Yeah. I'm going to do Suicide Squad instead. So then they just put up a portrait of Will Smith in the At White House point. and had his some uh, an actor play his kid. Just some genetic guy. And then the movie ends, like, oh, we're now going to go to space to fight them. And I'm like, are you? Are you really? I don't think you are. There's no Independence Day 3 coming. There's no Independence Day 3 coming. There's no Independence Day 3. So, yeah. But just think of it. Will Smith had two options that year. Either be in Independence Day Resurgence or be in Suicide Squad. And somehow he chose the worst (laughs) one of the two. No, he didn't. Oh, I don't know. He made the right choice. That Independence Day Resurgence is awful yeah but you know what's the great thing about independence day resurgence is no one remembers it or talks about it everyone still talks and shits yeah, on suicide squad but i mean we even did a commentary of it but lost the entire audio file and all you and i did was sit there and just be like this is awful it is a bad film he's good in it because he's will smith and he can be he can be charismatic but the film around him is just atrocious 
So what else did he do before that? So before that, so the earlier ones, Independence Day, Bad Boys, Bad Boys. See, I've I've seen Bad Bad Boys was. Well, I think my school had it on VHS, so we were allowed to watch it on. Which is surprising because it's a Michael Bay film and it's not yeah. kid friendly. It's not kid friendly, but yeah, we had that. Or maybe it was Blue Streak. <laughs> Fucking you and Blue Streak. <laughs> but he also did Men in Black. Which is great, solid fucking sci-fi movie with totally. uh, Vincent D'Onofrio just being like, sugar in water. Sugar, water. And Tommy Jones just fucking, Tommy Jones like those two are so good in that movie together. Ripped on. Rip, oh, before he, he also went fucking off the rails Randy Quaid style. <laughs> rip, rip, ripped on. Yeah, he went Randy Quaid crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that the metric? That's the, yeah. I, I think Jeff Goldblum is going no, because Audioboy just put on a video earlier where he was talking about like the first time he was on acid or like sex with a second cousin and stuff, and it was really funny and interesting. And Jeff no, Goldblum's a delight. Don't get me wrong, Jeff Goldblum. Like, I think he's he's on the cusp though. So it's like there's the varying levels of celebrity crazy, isn't there? Yeah. You I mean you start with the low level drug abuse Britney Spears, then you move up into just generally oddball eccentric but still palatable Jeff Goldblum, then you've got. Randy Quaid and Rip Torn up top there. And then someone in there, Mel Shia Gibson's Lef. probably... Mel Gibson's like, is he way up? I mean, yeah. Mel Gibson's a bad... <laughs> He's in the red on the celebrity crazy scale. I mean, I, I, I'll still always love him because of Pretty Fart and Mad Max. So I'll, he's always got a place in my heart. Yeah, but you can't... Just, it's like Kevin What's Spacey. dragged across concrete and then tell me that again? <laughs> I'm not going to do that, though. No, don't. <laughs> I'm not watching that movie. But yeah, so then uh, Men in Black, then it was Enemy of the State, the... Never seen Enemy of the State. It's just a, a entertaining spy thriller thing. Yeah. It's decent. Will Smith, it's one of those ones where he was like, I'm going to be an actor in this and not a movie star. And it's and Gene Hackman is fucking Gene Hackman. you got to mm-hmm. love him. Then after that, he did Will West, which we've already talked about. It's a fucking... It's a Shit train show. off the rails. It's great. Great it's, film. Ali got nominated for... Clyde and my Kevin. Uh, then a movie called Showtime. I have no idea what that is. Uh, so what are the other big ones on the road to Men, Men in Black 2 and Bad Boys 2 which came out 2002-2003 those are your yeah. Men in Black 2 is not good and it's not it's really bad and, Men, and Bad Boys 2 might be one of the most disgusting films I think I've ever had the unfortunate uh, displeasure of watching Why? just like just the, how it treats women and necrophilia and yeah what? and what the fuck's in this film th- yeah there's a point where Will Smith and Martin Lawrence's characters are looking for drugs or something, and they're being dead bodies or having drugs put in them, and then they're being shipped off. And so they're in this morgue, just like opening up dead body- bodies, and then they find a dead body that of a woman with big tits. So they just go, "Wow, this dead body has big tits," and they admire the tits for a while. And it's like, "This is disgusting on levels I don't even want to think about." And then there's like weird body Gavin horror. Gavin turned a corner here. <laughs> Shut up. Does he actually respect women? I always, I always have and always will. There's some weird like body gore horror stuff mm. like when they chop up people and like feed the people. To, it's just a disgusting film. And Odd. Also, it, it's treatment of like race and all that kind of stuff as well. With having two black lead stars, it still doesn't know how to, Michael Bay doesn't know how to treat anyone who isn't him, which is a white, rich male. Mm. So I'm just like, oh, it's a disgusting film. Is Bad Boys 1 a good film? It's when Michael Bay was still palatable. Because you got, when he did that and he did The Rock with Sean Connery, that's when he was a palatable director. 
then by the time he got to Men in Black 2 and Transformers, he's an unwatchable monster <laughs> of... He is the destruction of cinema before your very eyes. Did did Will Smith not do a cover of Bad Bad Boys, Bad Boys? Yeah, I think so. What are you going to do, Bad Boys, Bad Boys? I can't remember if that was the first or the second one. Probably the second one. Hey, that counts. That counts as my uh, Will Smith doing a song. Then he did Ride or Die or Jer- and Jersey Girl. <laughs> But he just has like cameos in those, mm-hmm. and then he did iRobot, which you like. iRobot, all right, yeah. So why? What, what's wrong with iRobot? It's just a weak, bland, forgettable sci-fi. I disagree. Okay. We're talking about it right now. That's only because we're talking about Will Smith movies. Yeah, but if you, I mean, it was not on my favorite list, but it's. I thought it was okay sci-fi. I think it's the tale of a robot who becomes sentient and wants to save his species. That's that's voiced by Alan Tudyk. Voiced by Alan has Tudyk. Shia LaBeouf in it, and it has Shia LaBeouf and in it. Uh, James Cromwell as well. And ro- and robot Will and, Smith has a robot arm and Audis. Bet you didn't see the robot arm twist coming, but it's foreshadowed very well throughout the whole film. Yeah, the whole film's predictable. The robot arm was not. I don't give a shit about the robot arm. The robot arm was a good bit. What I'm think, what I'm realizing here is it looks like 2002. That's when the decline started for Will Smith <laughs> with Men in Black Two. And I that's what it, we want to talk about today: the decline of Will. I thought it was much later than that. I am Smith. But it is it William like, Smith? Uh, was he born? Uh, why do you, you you look at me as if I have this knowledge? I don't know. I, thought I just have would. the movie knowledge. I don't have the personal history of the man. I'm going to Wikipedia it. Will. I mean, I'm already Smith. on Wikipedia. Will Smith. It just says Will Smith. It just says Will Smith is an American actor and producer. Willard Carroll Smith II. That can't be true. It's, that's what it says on Wikipedia. Well, that's embarrassing. No wonder he's got a failing movie career. <laughs> With a name like that. <laughs> no wonder he changed it. Willard Carroll Smith II. That's yeah, a bad Yeah, I guess name. you can't be like a, a hip-hop rapper if your name's Willard Carroll Smith. <laughs> Willard Carroll Smith. Um, so 2002, it all went to shit. Yeah, it started with Men in Black 2. That's that's the real decline. Because after that, I'm not seeing... Because then we had Shark Tale in 2004. If you want to hear our thoughts on Shark Tale, you can listen to the previous episode. Uh, then we had Hitch, which is the one where he like, sets people... Him and Kevin James. Kevin and, James and Cameron Diaz. And no, it's Eva Mendes. Eva Mendes. And, yeah, Cameron Diaz in it, though. Uh, no, because James, Kevin James is, is trying to bang... I thought you were trying to... Oh, yeah, in... Will Smith was Eva Mendes. Yeah, that's just a horrible movie. I mean, I don't. I, I yeah. remember it made a real big splash. I remember loads of people because were it talking was, about Will it. Smith was still at this point a huge like people thought oh, Will Smith can't do anything mm-hmm. wrong, even though his movies critically were on the decline, but financially still making a shit ton of money. Because then it was I Am Legend, which everyone thought was going to be the second that, coming they? of Christ. I mean, I, I wasn't fussed about it. But I again remember everyone. I remember Hitch and I Am Legend both. Yeah, those were big. talked about a lot. Yeah, again, <clears throat> Will Smith was huge. But I remember with I Am Legend, it's the production problems that I went film that film went through mm. of just like the the zombie monster things and the multiple endings and the whole dog killing stuff and just trying to shoot a film in New York where it's supposed to be empty, but obviously it's New York, so you can't really do that yeah. easily. Also, there was a Batman v Superman poster in I Am Legend, and I Am Legend came out in. 2007. It's weird. That is odd. Yeah. Wait, the film Batman v Superman? Or was it just a... It's weirdly similar to the actual poster they ended up using later on for Batman v Superman. But they're just like on a just a billboard and you just see Batman v Superman. It's like, okay, that's... 
Weird. They ruined the ending of I Am Legend, didn't they? Yeah, because they had one ending in which he died. And, and then he gives he, the kids the cure. But the when they did tests, uh, people were like, oh no, we don't want to see Will Smith die, so they changed it so he survived. Didn't they? I remember him dying. I think he su- No, he survived in the end. Does he? Yeah. No. No, 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 he definitely dies because the whole... So they... Because they butchered it. Because in the... I Am Legend in the book, there's no cure. He continues being the daywalker, trying to find a cure and killing the vampires. But the reason it's called I Am Legend is because he becomes a legend. Because in the in the book, the vampire people are... They're way more sentient. They're not all feral like they were in um in the film. Movie. Yeah, they were just like... In the film, they were just kind of similar to the World War Z zombies. Pretty much. Mindless animals. Um, but in the book, the reason it's called I Am Legend is because the main character becomes a legend, like, like a boogeyman, because uh, he's the one hunting them down during the day when they sleep, and, you know, he's... So that's yeah. a whole lot more interesting what that movie did. And then in the film, he's I Am Legend because he gets the cure out, but he does it by sacrificing himself so the kids can escape. So then he becomes legend because the kids are saying... Well, he, he becomes a legend of saving humankind. Oh, that's just shit. Yeah, well, great. There's a whole lot of Will Smith playing golf in that movie. That's what I remember. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I, I it's so it's so. It, there's a lot of these films that I'm really struggling to pull out any <laughs> like major. Like at the time, because of Will Smith's star power, they were much bigger than. But now that his star yeah. power has dwindled so much, those films have just kind of faded away to people not even think. Like Hancock. Remember Hancock? I like Hancock. I like the third act, and that's it. The first two acts of that movie. Charlie's are... Theron. Yeah, and uh, I like the bit where he, she hits him with a frying pan, and then his face is in the frying pan, like dented. Also, do you remember at the end of that movie where he just draws a advert on the moon? Oh yeah. Because remember, like Jason Bateman's character is in marketing, and he's trying to like get this yeah, little yeah, yeah. thing, and then Hancock just flies to the moon and just. Puts it on the moon. <laughs> puts it on the moon for him. And she's also a superhero. They're she's, both, so they're they're both angels. gods. They're or they're angels. angels. Or they're the representation of angels. And then throughout history, blah, blah, blah. But they get weaker when they're close to each other. But Yeah, I remember like that. Like the third act takes a massive tonal shift. Because it yeah, goes the first from. Kind two of, just he's a drunk asshole. Yeah, it's kind of it's slapsticky. It's, he puts a man's head up another man's ass at one point. It's insane. And then in the third classic, act... Classic gag. The, yeah, old, the, the, the old head up the ass gag. Third act, it's, it's kind of like Rorschach and fucking Watchmen. It's like, you're not trapped in here with me. Or like, I'm, wait, no, I'm, someone's trapped in somewhere with someone. I can't remember the quote right now. Get back to me on that. It's such a... That's such a horrible, horrific thing. To have your head put up someone's arse, yeah. But it's... it's a, like, no There's no winner... There's no if I put that to you like you have to be one of these people you are losing either one way because <laughs> either your head's in someone's anus and it's like well that's awful or our entire because sometimes I don't you, you'll do you'll have a wee poo but it's it's a bigger poo and it kind of stretches the butt a wee bit and it hurts it's like oh it hurts to get out but imagine an entire head a whole head a whole I don't oh. know how. That's know. really it's it's surprisingly graphic, and they play it off for laughs. Yeah, but then like the third act of the film, it becomes like violent and dramatic and mm. serious. And I was like, "What the fuck did this come from? Why isn't yeah. the movie either? Why isn't the movie like this the entire time?" Yeah, I, I like Hancock. Yeah, and yeah, the whole point is he's constantly searching for her because they they call to each other whether or not they remember it. Yeah, she remembers. They're like he lobsters. Doesn't. Yeah, they're like lobsters. They mate for life. But when they get close enough to each other, that 
is bad and it get, makes them both weaker. So he then has they both have to agree to live separately because they become mortal if they live together. And if one of them dies, the other one dies. Forgettable movie. I mean, I just remembered a bunch of it, so I <laughs> I disagree. Uh, then after that, after I Am Legend. You've, I mean, we forgot about the pursuit of happiness. That's again when he tried to do some acting stuff with mm. Jaden. That's an alright movie. But then after that, that, on that, sorry, I remember watching it and thinking, "All right, cool, it's going to get happy soon." And I don't think it does. I'm pretty no, sure it no, stays no. pretty bleak. That Both whole that film. and Seven Pounds. Never saw Seven Pounds. I remember people saying it's the saddest thing in the entire planet. Yeah, it's, yeah. Both those movies are real kicks in the teeth. Yeah, Seven Pounds is. If I remember, he falls in love with a woman and then she needs a heart and he gives her his heart. He sets out to change seven people's lives. But they, I think they, they all, all seven people need different organs and he then kills himself in a, a humane way so that they can get his organs. I think the way he does it, like he lies in the bathtub and there's something with an octopus, I feel. You know, I'm sure he does something with an octopus. He does something in the bathtub with an octopus. I don't know what I'm getting that from. <laughs> I might be like having a breakdown like you right now. That doesn't sound like... Or he just lies in How the bathtub you... and electrocutes himself. I don't know. How something... would you kill yourself with an octopus? I don't know. Go on, Gav. Here's a new section I'm going to introduce to the podcast called... <laughs> Explain Yourself. Well, I watched a movie two years ago called The Handmaiden. It's a Korean film. Mm-hmm. And there's this uh, really creepy guy... And he's got this torture chamber. And then in a fish tank, he's got like a massive either octopus or squid. It's like a giant one. And he like, he lets it out and then onto people. And then the, the weight and all of it and stuff like suffocates them and kills them. So you could do that. So in the film Seven Pounds, you remember a scene where Will Smith lays down in a bath, opens a gigantic fish tank and an octopus sneaks out or and lays on him to until he suffocates to death. Or he electrocutes himself in the bathtub. I feel he can't electrocute himself. Uh, but I think that's like a humane way so it won't damage the organs. I think it'd be pretty fucked if they'd I can't remember. He does, he, he does something. Crispy. He kills himself in a bathtub some way so that the organs won't get damaged so all seven people can get those organs. Why don't he just slit his wrists? I don't know. Ask Will Smith on seven pounds. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it was like between. So you had the Pursuit of Happiness 2006, I Am Legend 2007, Hancock 2008. And then it's like Human Contract and The Secret Life of Bees, Lakeview Terrace. I have no, yeah, no exactly. memory of any of these films. Uh, I think the next film that comes up would be 2012 with Men in Black 3, which is. That's a good film. Not a good film. That's a good film. It's not. It's just, just plainly not. We talked about this before. I'm sure. He needs chocolate milk to time travel. Oh, yeah, we have talked about this. Oh, yeah, we have talked about this. Josh Brolin is fucking solid as young... Uh, young Tommy Lee. He's solid. He is solid. He's good, yeah, good young Tommy Lee. Also, it's got one of the guys from Flight of the Concords as the bad guy. Uh, Jermaine Clement. Jermaine Clement. It's all right. I mean, I just remember eating... I, I don't remember eating... I remember Tommy Jones eating apple pie with a slice of cheese in it. Yeah. And I've always wanted to try it, but I never have. <laughs> apple pie in films. And all all American films. Their, their pie looks so good, and I always want it. But it's... But then you get pie and it's just never that good. I think that's because we have crappy pie here. I mean, we've got good savoury pies, we still have good sweet pies. Audio Boy, do you know anywhere to get good sweet pies? Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but fun fact, this whole, like, oh, it's as American as apple pie. Uh, apple pie was invented in the United Kingdom. Oh and my. And in fact, not American. Fucking God. I mean, there's that thing of, like, American culture uh, doesn't exist because they just stole it from everywhere else. Well, it's... 
I, I installed a program on my computer the other day and it, there was, I was going through the options and settings and then I got to languages and I clicked it and the top one was English with a little American flag next to it and there was no option for English with a British flag and I was very so you just, angry. You deleted that entire bit of software <laughs> and you well, gone back to I just thought, how fucking... Those ungrateful... Because you know what it means? It bastards. Means you have to spell favourite without a U and that's just not correct. It's not. Favourite and colour have U's all in the it. time. And they say aluminium. Fucking idiots. Aluminium. Aluminium. They also say Edinburgh because they can't get burgers off their mind, the fat pricks. <laughs> I don't know so, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... So, yeah, fuck America. But, yeah. <laughs> all our, if we have got any American listeners out there, fuck you! There we go. Just <laughs> Well, we ain't never That's going overseas we, with this. I've got family in America. Oh, we love you American people. I mean, okay, they did. Yeah, I mean, they voted Trump in. Yeah, they've done. Some, they've stolen a woman's right to abort a baby. So you know, fuck that place sometimes. It's uh, crazy. So after Men in Black Three, this is when we get into the one hundred percent unrelenting tailspin of Will Smith's <laughs> career. Because then we go to After Earth, which is the M Night Shyamalan yeah. uh, movie. That's what was the twist? I don't think there was a twist because there's an interesting. In fact, the twist was in reality, which is that's a. Um, Oh, what's that? It's a, it's a secret Scientology movie. Right. And Will Smith and his oh, family yeah. are members of Scientology. And it's believed that Will Smith actually directed the film. And M. Night Shyamalan, they just put his name on it uh, to say that it was him. Really? Yeah, it's an interesting conspiracy theory that just like people have kind of come. Because there's like little elements from that movie that kind of suggest Scientology and Will Smith. I remember and, everyone was going mental about the flying snake and they went, oh, it's the future, which means snakes can fly now. And then I saw the film and the flying snake was one, the least of the film's problems. And two, yeah. made sense to me. I mean, interestingly, if, if in a world where humans don't exist and animals continue to evolve, why? because the snake doesn't fly, it kind of like glides. There is a snake that can glide. Well, I think that was it then. Also, I remember, yeah, I remember a flying snake <laughs> was problem. way more believable than any of Jaden Smith's delivery of lines. Because that <laughs> kid in that movie cannot fucking act. And also with that movie, the Will Smith plays an emotionless man. It's like, yes, let's take the most charismatic fucking film star and rip all emotion out of him. It's yeah. like, oh, and, oh, it's so bad. I hate that movie so much. He breaks his leg, doesn't he? And then James yeah, and he has to, to like sit leg. in the ship and play Cortana from Halo. <laughs> And just basically guide him around. Uh, and then it was Anchorman 2, he had a cameo. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, Winter's Tale and Annie, when they did uh, Black Annie. Don't even know. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Then we got to Focus, the first time him and Margot Robbie worked together. Where he plays a con artist. Not The only good thing about that movie is watching Margot Robbie. So It is funny, actually. As you're listening to these, I'm thinking, I don't, I have not been keeping up with Will Smith's. To the point where I, I it focus, I remember that hit the cinema, and I went, I'm not even fussed about seeing that. Yeah, it's not worth seeing. Then there was folk, uh, no, sorry, concussion. Tell the truth. Remember when he... Nope, didn't see it. No. It's, based, my, it's my point. There was so based many Will Smith the true films. Story of, uh, I've literally not seen a single one of these films you've mentioned today. Well, uh, you've definitely seen the next one, because then it was Suicide Squad. Squad. Suicide Squad. Uh, Why, uh, there you go. Perfect time for him to get back into the making the song making the songs for the uh, films. Do you reckon if we message him... No, because that, he'll make that film so- already had too many fucking songs in it as it was. <laughs> it didn't need another one. Do you reckon if we send him a message, he'll write us a song? No, because... No. no. Man, not good enough for you. 
No, but I'm just I can't, just for a single episode, we can have a Will Smith. No, I'm sorry. If Will Smith writes us a song, we're going to use that every single episode forever. Wait, Will, I'm going to tweet him. I'm going to tweet him right now. I'll tweet him afterwards, but I'll get it. Yeah, we're, we're kind of doing something right now. Right, okay. Uh, then it was Collateral Beauty, a film I never saw, but I think you saw it. I saw one. that one, and surprisingly. You, was it any good? It was trash. Can you just quickly give a just a wee plot synopsis um, of that terrible film? Man's, well, so Will Smith, Will Smith plays a man uh, whose kid dies, and he's real angry about it for years and years, um, and he keeps writing letters to like love and time and something else for taking his child away. Yep. And so his co-workers, played by Kate Winslet and Ed Norton, um, yes, hire these actors. Helen Mirren as well. Helen Mirren and Keira Knightley and it's, it's Michael Payne is in it somewhere. They hire them as actors to come to see Will Smith as those things and make him think that he's losing his mind in order to get him fired. <laughs> Fucking bonkers, that <laughs> film. <laughs> Is it good bonkers or is it no, just crazy it's bonkers? It's just so bad. It's trying to be like so deep and thoughtful and it's just pish. I have to believe that all those actors like owed the producers or the director <laughs> a favour. Favor. <laughs> like with that movie 43 where the all those actors like kind of got blackmailed into being in movie 43. Is that what happened? Yeah, I, a lot I, of them got... I, got uh, I literally had this conversation the other day with a couple of friends and I literally said, how the fuck did that film get made? So now I want you to tell me. It was a whole lot of blackmailed, uh, uh, blackmail, and knowing of things. Or uh, they would film some of the stuff, and then the actors like, "I never want to see like a day." And it's like, "Well, in this contract here, we can do this and fuck you over." And like, well, fuck. I guess you ever put it in the movie then? Yeah, they did some real shady shit to get like Hugh Jackman and stuff, and Kate Winslet. It's like. Anytime people tried to ask him about that movie, he's like, well, I'm not talking about that movie. That was one of the worst experiences I've ever had, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, there's some real shady shit to get some of the actors into that. And then once they got them into it, they made them some real messed up stuff. Yeah. Because that, that film is not good. I think it's the same guys who did like um, oh, uh, Dumb and Dumber and uh, something about Mary and that kind of stuff. The I think Ferrelli it's those, Brothers. Yeah, I think it's those As guys. in Oscar winning writers who won the Oscar for Green Book. <laughs> oh, they yeah. did it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's impressive. Uh, so yeah, you did collateral. But then after that, we get to Netflix. Sorry, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Just before we move on, I because I if you haven't seen the film movie forty three, you need to understand how fucking batshit that film is. So the have you seen it? Parts of it. Not so all of it. just two segments from this film. The Hugh Jackman Kate Winslet section you're talking about has. Hugh Jackman with a big pair of prosthetic balls growing out of his chin, yeah. going on a blind date with Kate Winslet. But Hugh Jackman always wears a scarf, and then he gets to the date, he takes it off, and she's trying to be polite, but also he has balls in his chin, and then it's just all gross out. Like the whole film was gross out humor, basically. Yeah, it's the kind of. It's so not a bit where Halle Berry puts hot sauce up her. Oh my god, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Harry Berry and Harry Belly and uh, Harry Stephen Berry and Stephen Merchant. And that gets super racist. That yeah. one, he gets all. Uh, I mean, gets plastic surgery. To there's the one God. with Naomi Watts where she's playing a mum and gets involved in an incestuous relationship with her yeah, son. It's like home, the homeschool. Homeschool, yeah, yeah. And so like she's the full like, experience. Oh, we need to do like your first kiss and like fingering that kind of stuff. And then like the son's like, no, and the mum and dad are like, yeah, well, this is what we need to do. And it's like, yeah, just. A, and then there's the Chris Pratt Anna Faris one where she asks him to take a shin on her. Yeah. Because they, because because they're in love, and he's going to propose, so they, he's kind of thrown back by it. 
And then he says to his mate, oh, man, he, she wants me to take a shit on her. And his mate is like, yeah, obviously, that's that's 100% normal. So he eats a bunch of food and he's about to propose and he fucks something up. And he's eating like laxatives and burritos and all sorts. And she runs out and he chases her and gets hit by a car. And it's just like, like explodes in shit. <laughs> that's the whole the whole sketch just builds up to that one gag. It's bizarre. It's sort of awful. Tale. And then it's all tied together with that weird time travel. There's yeah. two kids looking for movie 43 with a website. Yeah. There's two different versions of that film, though. Yeah. The other, the other one is... Oh, God, I can't remember. Isn't it like a movie producer? Yeah. There's a whole thing, yeah. There's two there's two connecting connecting elements. It's odd. Yeah, that film is a fucking And somehow Will Smith wasn't in that. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith was not in that. Sorry. So yeah, movie forty three is batshit. It's worth a watch. No, it's not. It no, it uh, I'd complete it. That film was worth a watch. Not in a because it's good, because you you cannot like the amount of people they have in that film, the names and the clout, and watching them do this insane shit is worth a watch. It's kind of like the cast you'd see for a big animated movie, but it's like, look at all these fucking yep. big names. You're like, how the? F-? And it's like they just did some real shitty shit to get those people in. Cool. Sorry, cracking on now. Yeah. So then we get to Netflix's highest budget film. I think still no, or maybe that recent one they made with Chris Pine. Uh, might have overtaken it but yeah so bright the uh fantasy sci-fi it's not sci-fi it's fantasy yeah but it brings modern day fantasy yeah and it's will smith taron edgerton and yeah it's the the we've talked i'm sure we we talked about this in our netflix episode yeah they yeah effectively they're modern day fantasy elves and orcs of of it's it's moved fantasy up to everyone lives in cities and they have cars and there's a police force but racism still rife Oh, that film's attempt to, to look it's at just live action Zootopia pretty much actually okay. with more like or Zootropolis depending where you live yeah but with more magic and but more it was the, live action it was the same director for Suicide Squad David Ayer David Ayer and Ayer Ma- is rock Max, David Ayer is rock Max Landis if he it. doesn't carry a rock around with him and make that joke all the time I will be severely disappointed I just want to know if David Ayer is just a two trick pony David Ayer's rock Shut up. <laughs> Sometimes you you talk to me and I'm just like, I don't know why you're allowed to speak words. It's just like... I know. I know. But then we get to if Will Smith. If I didn't come up with the idea for this podcast, I'm sure I would have been kicked off of it a while ago. Yeah, yeah I'll come at you with something. Uh, then we get to Will Smith's biggest movie, which actually came out this year. It's uh, Student of the Year 2, which is a, a Hindi film. A Bollywood movie. Bollywood movie in which Will Smith appears in it for one scene, dances from what we... Because we did a wee bit of research. Try and tried finding it. We watched the scene. He just dances. And then that's it. Because presumably he doesn't speak Hindi. No. But in those films, they'll dart back and forth between speaking... Do they? English. And, yeah. So I, I I don't know anything about this. As you I know learned, you do, Gavin. You learned earlier. I, I at one point, they went on a an explorative... Uh, a, self-indulgent journey through Bollywood cinema at one point in my life to try and understand Bollywood cinema. And what I, I what I discovered from Bollywood cinema <laughs> is that 99% of it is real bad. <laughs> <laughs> what I what I think I love about the whole Bollywood thing is that we release films. Hollywood releases we. Hollywood releases films. <laughs> we wish we released we films. Wish, I wish I released a film. Hollywood a- releases a movie. For example, let's take Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Then the Bollywood folks 
<laughs> the Bollywood folks. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's Bollywood is effectively like Hollywood. It's not. It's, there's multiple production companies. I yeah. Assume. Right. Okay. So then Bollywood gets wind of it and goes, "Oh man, Pirates of the Caribbean, good film. What it needs more, though, is singing and dancing and uh, choreographed, you know, dance numbers. So let's remake the entire movie." And just chuck all that in there. Um, unfortunately, we don't have as much of a budget as Hollywood, so we're going to do it on a pretty shoestring budget. But as long as the songs and the dancing are in there, and there's a love story, we're okay. Yeah, here's a breakdown of what a Bollywood film is. Uh, there's a man who is extremely muscular and has incredible facial hair. And is in his 40s or 50s, usually. They, they for some reason, they're... they're big kind of movie stars are older men and then there's a woman maybe in her 20s looks unrealistically beautiful <laughs> and then there's a plot maybe sometimes Pirates of the Caribbean and then just a bunch of out of context tonally distant don't make any sense singing and dancing scenes <laughs> the best way to describe it would be like well, back to your Pirates of the Caribbean imagine you're at a scene where like a uh, Barbosa and Jack Sparrow are about to have a sword fight. Like, there's a sword fight, and it's just like it's really intense. It's like with like, Barbosa and Jack Sparrow, it's, it's, it's swelling up. It's getting intense, and then cut to it's just like whoa, what? It's just like, and then they start singing and dancing, and the the man and the woman are just like dancing around each other, and then by the end of the film, everyone's in love, and every, all the good guys win, and all the it sounds like a musical. Well, they are, aren't they? Yes, but here's the thing with a musical is. When we make musicals, when we, where, what am I doing now? When Hollywood makes a musical, usually you can have the film and the musical elements come together. And like you watch Les Mis, it flows into. Yeah. You've never watched Les Mis, have you? Well, find La La Land. <laughs> when you're watching La La Land, it's like you have these wonderful, like romantic moments, and then it kind of drifts into the song, and like the song slowly creeps in and starts singing and dancing, and it feels natural and normal. And a Bollywood film, it just hard cuts into a fucking song out of nowhere. It doesn't make any sense in the context of what happened before, what happened after. The lighting changes, the camera angles change. Everything in this music video segment is completely different from the movie before and after. It there doesn't. It's it just it's batshit insane. <laughs> we should watch some. I don't know if I want to return to the world of Bollywood. I've done my time. You've done your time. I've served my time in Bollywood cinema. It's crazy that it must be doing. It must be the right. What's what I'm looking for? It must be it, it, must, it, it must be what audiences in Asia want though, because they keep making them. I mean, if if you think about it, it's one of the highest populated places in mm. all of the world, and it's just what they've grown up with, and it's what they watch, and it's what they love. Yeah. So who wouldn't want to see a man do a power slide on a horse under a truck? That's the one scene from a Bollywood film I've ever seen. Wait, a man does with a me. power slide. You know, on like a if you're like, like if you're car. driving a car and you drift and yeah, you kind yeah. of do the whole like, or if you're on a motorbike, guy does that on a horse. <laughs> I mean, there's there's so many insane. <laughs> yeah, like these leading men in these films are pretty much all of them just become Superman by the end of the film. Right. But there's one where like there's always a awful fight scene. Like I showed you a fight scene earlier, yeah, a bunch of guys in speedos in a bathhouse. That was, that was phenomenal. When you just, say awful, that was possibly the best fight scenes I've ever seen. You just start powerlifting men and then throwing them into other men in speedos. It's like, what the 
fuck is that? And they, like their pecs start dancing to the beat of the music. <laughs> I, again, that was incredible, Gavin. You are underselling how bad but, these are. If that's if that's your show, if that's where you're starting, you have started in the worst place. Because if anything, I want to see more of that. I mean, I can show you also. Like, there's one where there's a they're like they're fighting on the street, and there's a guy driving a motorbike at our hero. He's going full fucking speed, and the hero just. Stops the motorbike, picks it up, flips it over his head, crashes it into the ground. And I was like, <laughs> "Okay, sure, that, yeah, why not?" Um, I know little superstar. He was big in Bollywood for a while, wasn't yes. he? And then what died? Oh God! I mean, I mean, you saw what he looked like. His body wasn't naturally able to yeah, sustain was, him. He was tiny, so I think his heart just blew up. It just like came. Andre the Giant. Yeah. <laughs> have you have you seen that story of Andre the Giant on the set of the Princess? Oh, yeah, about the farting. <laughs> yeah. So for anyone at home, apparently on the set of the Princess Bride, Andre the Giant just stopped mid scene, <laughs> like mid sentence, let out a, let out a seventy four second fart. <laughs> the director went, "Are you okay, Andre?" He's like, I need to sit down. No, he went, I am now, boss. I carried up. Yeah, that, that was a fucking... <laughs> what a fucking <laughs> Did you ever watch the documentary about him? Because that man was like pounding down beards and steaks at a rate that it's not a surprise he died as young as he was. I love how much... <laughs> Fart jokes. Just, no, it's not a. It's not a fart joke. It's just. Just picture the absurdity of that. <laughs> Imagine being on that set and going, "Oh, someone's farted." Because a fuck is a fart's like a second less. Than, less than, Seventy-four so whole just, seconds. Imagine there for over a minute watching Andre the Giant fucking <laughs> <laughs> just fucking explode. <laughs> oh god it's fucking oh god i wish i'd been there so much <laughs> so <laughs> so when someone comes to the question like hey if you could travel back to any point in time and people are, oh i want to go see the dinosaurs but i want to see when lincoln go got shot Andre the giants record-breaking <laughs> princess pride <laughs> The whole thing's so funny. Because after, are you okay? Like, genuine worry for Andre the Giant. I am, well, I am now. So that must have been bugging him for yeah. like an hour. I mean, you know what it's like when you got fucking bad indigestion? And when you finally just get that clearing fart. It's it's a saint, saintly experience. I feel like we're just gonna we're just going to take a wee time out. Audio boy will make a wee cue noise, dee, and then we'll like we'll be dropping back in in a sec. We're just gonna let Gary just recover. <laughs> yeah, so Aladdin's coming out uh, this week when this goes up. Bright was bad. Bright, Bright was bad. Bright was bad, and then your yeah, next up is Aladdin. Uh, we also have Spies in Disguise this year, but I have no idea what that is. Oh, oh, in fact, that was the other one, Gemini Man. We were going to talk about that as well. Gemini Man. So yeah, so, so coming up, we've got Aladdin. Yeah, this year we have Aladdin, Gemini Man, and Spies in Disguise. I have no idea what Spies in Disguise is. It's an animated Spy, wait, film. Are you saying Spies in the Skies or Spies in Disguise? Spies in Disguise. So like spies wearing disguises. Super Spy, Super Fly. Premise. Uh, 
When an unexpected event puts the world in peril, Lance Sterling, the world's greatest super spy, must team up with his gadget inventor, Walter, in order to save the day while disguised as a pigeon. <laughs> what? <laughs> It just happened. Did oh, I I've just... seen a trailer for that months and months ago. I totally forgot Did about that. Did I just that. say those, those yeah. words out loud? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was He's disguised as a pigeon. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. All right. Okay. <laughs> what is happening? So, Will Smith voices <laughs> the spy and Tom Holland voices the pigeon. Oh, fuck. Wait, wait. I was so confused. <laughs> Wait, the pigeon is a is a pigeon a person? I don't know. Oh my god! So Will Smith as Lance Sterling, who is described as the world's <laughs> most awesome spy. Tom Holland as Walter Beckett, a socially inept scientist, uh, scientific genius who designs gadgets. Rashida Jones as Marcy Capel. Then Karen Gillan as eyes and DJ Khaled as ears. What the fuck is happening in this film? I'm buzzing. I'm, I'm buzzing. I'm 100% buzzing for that. That sounds incredible. This is currently my most anticipated Will Smith movie of oh, the year. Oh, yeah, totally. Between Aladdin, Gemini Man, and Spies in Disguise. I'm all about Spies in Disguise. Spies in Disguise. A that fucking sounds pigeon. Great. Why not? Disguised as a pigeon. Whatever that fucking means. Whatever that, are they are they children? Are they little? Are they little people? It's the directorial debut of Nick Bruno and Troy Quinn. What have you? What have you found? Audio I found boy? the trailer, and I've. Oh yeah, this is just. Oh. We, all right, so we're gonna watch this afterwards, right? Gemini Man. Yeah. So I just show you the trailer for that today. It's directed by Ang Lee of like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Life the of Pi, and Hulk. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's not even that film's not called The Hulk, is it? It's, I think it's, it's just Hulk because then the Edward Norton one was called The Hulk. The Hulk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Ang Lee's directing it. Gemini Man involves a young Will Smith. So they've used the same. Digital digital de aging technology that used for Sam Jackson, they Captain keep, Marvel. They're using that everywhere. They, it's like they really, I mean, they've they kind really of love that, but it's working now. That's technology. why because yeah. they don't have to do terrible aging makeup. Like, remember what uh, Guy Pierce looked like in Prometheus, and just how yeah. awful that aging makeup was. It's true. Now they finally got it to. Or like, um, Christopher Lloyd in Back to the Future Two. What he has to he has to put all that to to, to oh yeah. To, trick not trick to make it easier for marty mcfly yeah he tears off the makeup and he looks exactly the fucking same <laughs> best best gag in that whole film he was always old that man was born old <laughs> i also just love the idea that he, he's like marty we gotta go back where to when andre the giant was in <laughs> the princess bride of fight for 74 seconds he's like but doc why he's like we just gotta <laughs> We just gotta... I have to see this moment in history, Marty. It's the reason I got into science, Marty. I really gotta see it. <laughs> I spent my life's work building a time machine to watch Andre the Giant fart for 74 seconds. We gotta go back. God. Oh, God, I wish I had been there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna stop thinking about that for the rest of the day. I know. That's gonna be your thoughts for the rest of the day. Just like, yesterday, it was that fucking... Uh, uh, riddle, <laughs> you had me obsessed with that riddle yesterday, and now today you, you're obsessed with this fucking Andre the Giant. Rumpelstiltskin, nobody knows my name. Oh, you and that nobody knows my song. name. <laughs> I'm Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> I hated you so much during that time. Oh god. But yeah, it's like Gemini Man, Will Smith, old man Will Smith fights young man Will Smith, and they've de-aged yeah. him to when he what he looked like when he was in the film. The Alley. trailer. The, so the, what I'm confused, not confused. What I what what's interesting or not interesting, more to the point, is that 
That trailer is awful. It's really I, bad. The film could be okay. Maybe, It yeah. might be an okay action movie, but that trailer has already painted it in the worst light. Worst light. Where in three... The trailer treats you like a fucking idiot. Yeah, at three separate occasions, it explains its plot. And like, I got it the minute you showed old man Will Smith holding a gun to young man Will Smith. Old, I man, got old the... man was holding guns to young man, and young man Will Smith saying, who even are you? And he walks into the light, and it's Will Smith. Yeah. You, you, it, at that moment, I went, okay, cool, so it's a clone, or it's a... But then immediately after travel. that, it takes three separate occasions to explain it to you. It's like, I, I don't... I got it. Yeah, we're good. And as you said... This is why I think we really need to do an episode on this. The marketing teams behind some of these great, these big films are just the fucking worst. Because yeah. you're, you're totally right. I guarantee at the beginning of that film, it's going to be a mystery who, yeah, or it's meant to be a mystery. For the first 20 minutes, they're going to sit there and they're going to hide old man Will Smith's face. And young Will Smith is going to be getting chased and he's yeah, going to get hunted and he's the best spy ever. It, and how's this guy know happening? every move? Who is this guy? And we're just sitting well, there the entire time going, it's Will Smith. Yeah. So why put that in the trailer? It's nuts. It's just, it's I mean, like, also, I, I would have guessed that from the name of the film. Gemini Man. Yeah, but it still would have been... Because Gemini were twins, right? Yeah. They're a constellation. But it still would have been cooler if, like, they just never shown that whatsoever, and it mm. was just young man Will Smith, and they just kept it hidden of who this person was through the entire marketing. Is the... the I think you, the way you're talking about it as well, I may have misunderstood, is the film centred around young Will Smith or old Will Smith? I'm assuming it's going to start centred around young Will Smith and then drift over into old man Will Smith. Because I thought it was centering around old Will Smith. I mean, I thought the point was old Will Smith is getting stressed out and annoyed because this guy's got every move he's got. No, I thought it was young man Will Smith speaking to Clive Owen, being like, I just can't beat him. Like, this guy can't kill him, blah, blah, blah. And Clive Owen's like, yeah, why can't you kill this guy? But Clive Owen actually knows because he created him. There's going to be a scene in that where he goes into a lab somewhere. And there's going to be tons of... There's going to be loads of Will Smiths. And if some of them aren't half, like, mangled like in Alien 3, I'll be disappointed. You mean Alien Alien Resurrection? Alien 4, yeah. That was a fucking nightmarish scene. That's a fucking great scene in that film. It's great, but it's awful, like, just the body horror kind of David Cronenberg stuff. Kill me. Also, how that they kill the fucking hybrid thing at the end. I never want to go out like that. I love that scene. You... Can I just say, Alien 4 is a fine film and can i just say it fucking isn't it's it, awful it's a fine it's film. a real shit film it's a fine movie the only thing that's good is the basketball thing and that's it that was alien three no when she threw the basketball back that's alien four because remember ron perlman's an alien four? Oh shit yeah yes. sorry that is alien because she's the hybrid in that one fucking challenge me on alien knowledge bitch what's alien three then alien three is when she's in the prison prison planet her the, like it carries on from aliens where the ship crashes and they immediately kill off uh, Newt and the yeah. guy uh, because there was a face hugger on the escape pod. And then it's a prison planet, and then Charles Dance is there, and it was all directed by David Fincher, but David Fincher tried to get his name taken off it because the studio completely fucked him over. <laughs> and then the f- David Fincher's last big middle finger to the company before he left was he killed off Ellen Ripley. And he was just like, yep, fuck you. Fuck your franchise. This is what I've done. Bye-bye. And then he, he went off and became a massively successful director. Is that what happened? Yeah. See, I love it when you tell me these things. I, I did not know that at all. That's what I'm here for. I've got nothing else in my life. I've just got shitty movie trivia knowledge. <laughs> Going to die That's alone, folks, fact, but at least though. I'll die knowing things about movies. That's a great fact. I really like that. Just that. He killed Ellen Ripley out of spite and hatred. You're welcome. Um... All right, cool. I think that's about all we got time for. Yeah, that was we talked about Will. Yeah, so um, <laughs> Will Smith, uh, maybe just stop. 
Maybe just stop, Will Smith. Just, I guess, be a YouTuber. We loved you. Also, I love you as a person. Yeah, great human being. I love it when he shows up on the Graham Norton show and brings on DJ Jackie Jeff and they do the Will, the, the, what's, mm. the, what's the name of the fucking Fresh Prince of Bel Air song. That's great. But, and because he, he, Will Smith did, he pulled himself up from nothing. Yeah. He worked his fucking ass off to become a man. And he, he lost all his money all midway money. through Prince, Fresh Prince, didn't he? Yeah. He like he squandered it all and got into massive debt and then re got himself up out of nothing. Yeah. Cause I think like the, the production company was like, either you shot yourself out or we were casting you. And he's yeah. like, okay, I'm going to sort myself out. Also, uh, Will Smith, can you just get your kids to cool it? Because kind of sick of them at this point. <laughs> Please, that'd be great. Why are you saying that? Old, old, what are they called? Will and, Willow and Jaden. Yeah. That's their, that's their names. I found that, I noticed that the other day. Yes, that is their names, well done. No. And then uh, there's the other one. Yeah, the one that doesn't want to be in limelight. No, yeah. there's, so Willow Smith, that's Will Smith, that's. Oh, that's the, I just realised what you're telling me. And I Jaden hate, Smith. Please don't finish telling me what you're telling me. Jada Pinkett Oh, that's Smith. just, that's, that's the, they're so, they're awful people, aren't they? They're not awful I've decided Will Smith, I don't like you anymore. Is that you? That you made your mind up? Yeah, I've made my mind up. All right. Well, that's so. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that. Sh- shout out and thanks to uh, our pal Bruce for uh, that topic suggestion. Bruce, uh, if that wasn't everything you were expecting, I apologize. Also, th- I'm sorry that you <laughs> gave me that suggestion in February. <laughs> we're only just doing it now, but we're you know we're linking it up to Aladdin. That's that's why it took so long. But uh, thank you. Yeah, we were we were we were working it. And this is proof that if you give us topic suggestions, at some point... We will get around to them. We will get around to them. So please, you know... Uh, if there's anything you'd like to talk about, as always, send us a message. Yeah, jump to us on our social medias with... Uh, we've got Twitter, at MeanderingPod. We're going to try and be more on our social media. Yeah, we're trying well. to get better. We're just, you know, we're we're busy. One of us, I mean, we're not. I mean, I am. I'm working way too much, and when I'm not, I have an alcohol dependency problem. So it's, it's a lot of work I'm, I'm doing here, people. But, you know... Cut that. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna get better on the social medias. Uh, social medias. Uh, we're just be, social medias. We've just been busy. Like you're trying to build your little empire. I'm trying to, you know, pay the bills. But we're gonna be better on social media. So at Meandering Pod on Twitter, Facebook.com/slash Meandering Movie Podcast, Instagram. Just search for <laughs> Meandering Movie Podcast. Uh, email us uh, Meandering Movie Podcast at Gmail Did uh, you check it from last week? Uh, yes, I did check it. Do we have any mail? Um, we've got a bunch of stuff like <laughs> from, from Apple logging. and Spotify trying to like sell us shit. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know new reviews. So if if you if you can leave a review on whatever you listen to us on, we'll do. Def- we'll we, read out. We love reviews. Or yeah, it's, just leave a review somewhere. We'll read out. And if you send me money in an envelope <laughs> with a like with a note asking me to say something on mic, I'll do it. I'll and say it, anything. And if you want to send an envelope, ten pounds full of glitter to people you don't like. That, that could be fun. There's a company. We should have done this. There's a company you can spend money. It's like 15 quid to send a card full of glitter. I know. That's what I was talking about. 15 quid. No, I know, but we... Do you know how much it costs to send a letter? Like, less than a pound. And you know how much it is to buy glitter? Less than a pound. We could easily have... You have you heard, do it yourself. Have you heard the... There's a conspiracy theory that uh, someone's buying up all of the glitter and they think it's toothpaste companies because they put glitter in toothpaste. But it's a big, like, secret and they're keeping it hush-hush. But there's, but there's what? There's Apparently, like there's like glitter one, one or two companies out there that buy up like ninety percent of the glitter in the world, but it's not being revealed which those two companies are, and it's thought that it's toothpaste companies. What the fuck? What even is glitter? It's a fucking nightmare, uh, born of death and Satan. 
I hate glitter so much. <laughs> and there we go. Right, guys, thanks for listening very much. I've been Gary. I've been the Trenchfoot. No, I've been See the Dale. It's me and movies. It's me and movies. It's me and movies. So.